Welcome to Ride the Line, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Curran. I'm a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. And this right here, this is G Money Grant Mitchell. He's going to win some bets for the people. He went 4 and 1 as his own show yesterday, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, man, the people in the room. I'm slurring my words this morning, but you know what? Welcome into Ride the Line, the greatest podcast in sports betting entertainment. Grant, how you doing today? Doing good, Tanner. Doing good. We both are feeling good coming off of Monday's episode. Two and one for both of us. Made some winning picks. We were talking about this off camera. I love going through the comments and reading some of the, the trolls, the hate messages. We had a guy last Wednesday say, wow, you went 0-3. You really know what you're talking about. You need to hang it up. Stop doing this. Stop giving out picks on the show. Here's a newsflash. Tanner and I are both making money over the course of this show, and we're making money, period, in sports betting. We work in this industry. We come out with good picks. So if you happen to catch one episode, that's on you. But if you guys are longtime subscribers to the channel, then you know that we have been delivering time in and time out. You got to watch daily. You got to watch Ride the Line. You can't be in it for one day. If you're in it for one day, you deserve to lose. That's what I say. If you turn it on and you don't come back, you deserve to lose. That's what I'll say. Because we're, we're in it for every day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we're out here grinding. So if you don't want to come watch us every day or at least check out the picks, get out. Leave. We don't need you. But if you do want to watch the videos, then you guys know what to do. Smash that subscribe button. Don't just press it. Don't just hit it. Smash it. Send it into outer space. Get yourself locked into the channel. It's a very exciting time of year, obviously. We've got the MLB going on. we got the Women's World Cup. USA women hoping to uh, complete another big victory tonight, the day we're recording this. And then we got the NFL, college football, all that good stuff coming back pretty soon. You don't want to miss out because Tanner and I, we're not going away. We are going to be right here giving out our favorite picks. Smash the subscribe button like the United States of America are going to smash the Netherlands tonight and make them regret ever becoming a country tonight. And if they don't win for minus 145, the United States, you girls are an embarrassment because you would have lost to Vietnam if they had some sort of an offense. So you better come out and you better play hard tonight and you better do something because that first game was ridiculous. Tanner, what team in Major League Baseball are you looking at to come out, play hard, and get a win today? It's a good, it's a good transition right there. It's a good segue. <laughs> I'm going to be on the Chicago Cubs on the money line at minus 120. They're going with Lance Lynn. Uh, they're playing against Lance Lynn, I should say, for the White Sox here. And when I look at Lance Lynn, has not been that good this season. Hasn't really been able to figure out. Has been giving home runs up like crazy. He's given up. Let's see here, 10 home runs in his past five games. He was atrocious. And, I mean, all the the freaking Chicago White Sox broadcasters are picking on him for being fat now, too. So he's really got a lot to work on. Marcus Stroman on the other side, been very good this season, 10-7 and seven with a 3.09 ERA, 114 whip, 122 innings on the bump, 105 strikeouts. That's pretty remarkable for Marcus Stroman. I never pictured him as a decent strikeout pitcher. Got a decent K per nine right there. Only giving up seven home runs, too. And he doesn't have that overpowering ability. He's been keeping the ball down the zone. So very impressed with what he is doing. Cody Bellinger's hitting the cover off the baseball right now. The Cubs have the advantage in pretty much every offensive category. They've scored 60 more runs in the White Sox this season. They have a better pitching staff as well coming out of the bullpen. And they've won four straight games, I believe, right? Um, so they are feeling good. The, the Chicago White Sox have lost four straight games. So ride with the Cubs on the money line fair price. 
Yeah, this is also one of my favorite picks of the day. I'm not. I'm going to give you three separate ones, but I definitely do love this pick out of Tanner. To elaborate on Lance Lynn's struggles at the plate and compare him to Stroman, but these guys have thrown just about the same amount of innings. Stroman has given up seven home runs. Now, granted, he is having his worst month of the season. His ERA is over six, but Chicago White Sox are not exactly an offensive juggernaut. He should be able to get that back down. Meanwhile, Lance Lynn, I said Stroman has given up seven home runs. Lance Lynn has given up 28. That's the most in all of Major League Baseball. Second place is 24. He's consistently giving opposing batters the opportunity to go yard. And right now, the Cubs, coming out of the All-Star break, they're like the best offense in the league. Now, of course, that's probably not going to hold, but they're in a very nice spot right now, a very nice run, and you can expect them to continue that. Of course you like the Cubs pick, Grant. You know why? The Cubbies are winning today, just like the United States of America. I keep reminding those ladies that they have to win tonight because I have some money on them. But anyways, Grant, next play. Next play, my first one of the show, my first solo pick, because I do really like that Cubs pick, Tanner. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Rays money line versus the Miami Marlins, an in-state showdown here. This price has been jumping all over the place. I got it for just about minus 150. I think it's up at minus 160, minus 165, I even saw it. Wouldn't necessarily be willing to push that juice too far, so pick your spots here. Make sure you're getting it at a fair price. On the bump in this one, it's going to be Sandy Alcantara for the Marlins, who's 3-9, and nine, got a 470 ERA and a 128 whip. The guy who won the Cy Young Award last year all of a sudden looks like he just can't get a win at all. And he's going against Zach Eflin, who's been lights out for this Rays team. 11-5, ERA and a .99 whip. Really impressive numbers. Alcantara in 20 appearances this season only has one shutout. Again, the guy who was the best pitcher in the National League last year, has one shutout in 20 appearances, and that was in the second game of the season. He's practically a lock to give up runs to his opponent. Now, I know the Rays' offense isn't what it was early in the season. In fact, they're only 27th in scoring post-All-Star break. However, the Marlins, they are dead last in scoring coming out of the All-Star break, so you can trust the Rays a little more in this spot. Eflin also has a mid-to-low three ERA in every month of the season that has continued this month. He's been the definition of consistency. He's also got a whip of .8 in four starts this month. So again, he's limiting the opportunities he's giving to his opponents. Neither team has been particularly amazing over the last couple of weeks. Marlins one and nine Rays four and seven but we know the Rays have made their home a fortress they're 37 and 18 there meanwhile the Marlins are are just about 500 think they're actually sub 500 on the road so yep I'm definitely going to look to the Rays to win this game yeah I like that play out of you Grant it's a good play Sandy Alcantara just has not been good this year I like the nerfy in this game as well I think could be a good spot while struggling offenses Alcantara has actually been better first time through the order than he has second and third time so um, if you take his stats there, he's actually a lot better. But anyways, Grant, good pick out of you. Going Thank with you. another game here, the Boston Red Sox. Huge win for the Boston Red Sox. They they said, hey, Braves, we don't care that you're the best team in baseball. We're just going to whoop your ass at Fenway Park in front of a loaded Fenway Park. And they're probably going to do the same thing tonight. But I like the under of 10 runs. It wasn't 10 and a half. It has jumped down to 10 here. And I don't even know why it was this high. I guess two great offenses, but – when you look at the pitching matchup here, Spencer Strider on the mound, 11 and three with a 378 and a 1.09 whip. Strider has 189 strikeouts in 116. 189 strikeouts in 116 innings. That is crazy. Brian, uh, I, I say his name wrong all the time. Brian um, Bayo. Brian Bayo on the mound, 7 and 6, 3 6 ERA with a 1 2 whip. 
Coming off a rough start against the Oakland Athletics, got lit up a little bit, but he has been very good prior to that. He had seven straight quality starts. So if he can do similar numbers to that, and then you get Strider with his elite strikeout ability and both offenses can you know, be moderate tonight, I don't see this game getting to 10 runs. These teams do both definitely have dominant offenses, and Strider hasn't been at his best lately. But to your point, I mean, the Braves, the Red Sox are okay coming out of the bullpen. The Braves are awesome coming out of the bullpen. And also just in matchups like this, a lot of the times pe people are, they expect the, the score to be really high just because the offenses can hit the baseball. But the line is obviously adjusted for that. It's moved up pretty high. With that line at 10.5, of course, you know, it said it's come down to 10, but you can still get a push on that number. I definitely don't have a, a strong lean here, but I would be looking at the under more than the over. Yeah, totally agree with that. Grant. What's pick two? Pick number two, I'm going with the Diamondbacks money line versus the St. Louis Cardinals. This line, I got it at minus 108. It was up at minus 150 when I looked earlier today. So I don't know if I'm doing something right here with the pick. The, the odds makers goofed and they gave it to us for the wrong price. But I tell you what, we seize it. Hopefully you guys are able to spot it for good value before we get the opening pitch. On the bump in this one, it's going to be Zach Gallen going for the Diamondbacks. He's got an 11-4 record, 318 ERA, 106 whip. Now, Gallen isn't that great on the road, but strangely enough, he's got a 148 ERA at home. He is dialed all the way in, so that's big news for us. Also, the Cardinals, they're starting Jack Flaherty, who's 7-6 with a 439 ERA and a 159 whip. A 106 whip versus a 159 whip. We know which side of that matchup we want to be on. Flaherty had a nice start to the year, but he hasn't been totally consistent. His last two starts, he's gave up given up seven earned runs across them, so he's given opportunities to opponents. The Cardinals' offense has been amazing coming out of the All-Star break, or at least it was until they only scored one run yesterday in a game that the Diamondbacks ultimately won, which also ended a losing streak for the Diamondbacks. I think they're going to be able to continue that momentum here. And while the Cardinals' offense, like I said, has been really good post-All-Star, Diamondbacks has been pretty decent in and of itself. They were ninth in OBP, 12th in scoring. You can live with those numbers, especially considering Considering how good and how dominant Gallon has been at home. Again, a 148 whip. Diamondbacks well over 500 at home. Cardinals got a losing record on the road. As I just mentioned, Diamondbacks won yesterday to start this series. I do think they're going to get another win here. Yeah, I like it. I picked Diamondbacks yesterday. Big win for them. I see them doing the same exact thing today. They're a good baseball team. Um, I know they fade a little bit in the National League West compared to the Dodgers, but they look very good right now. Yep, absolutely. Tanner, you got the final pick of the – well, your final pick of the show coming up here. Final pick here. Detroit Tigers with Michael Lorenzen on the mound. This man has been exceptional in his past two starts. He shut out the Seattle Mariners over 6.2 innings, only gave up two hits there, and then shut out the Kansas City Royals over seven innings, um, only gave up three hits there. Strikeouts have been up and down a little bit, but he's been very good. I know those offenses aren't the best in the world. Mariners do have some talent there, just have not delivered. But when you look at Lorenzen, he's been exceptional this season. Only 11 home runs allowed in 100 innings, 84 hits over 100 innings. One of the bright spots of this Detroit Tigers team and he'll face an Angels roster that doesn't have Anthony Rendon right now doesn't have Mike Trout um, doesn't have Brandon Drury so doesn't have a lot of guys that have been hitting the baseball this season and then also when you look at who is going for the Angels it is Patrick Sandoval who won 4-1 whip there 92 hits in 93 innings 39 walks in 93 innings so it's just not a lot of hang your hat on there. Detroit lost an extra innings yesterday. Uh, I see them bouncing back and getting a little revenge day, even though they don't have the same offense as the Los Angeles Angels. The Tigers are a tough team, man. They, they make 
they make teams close. And even if they don't cover, a lot of the times it looks like they're in position to going into the eighth or the ninth inning. The concern with them is always their offense because if, if Shohei's out there hitting three home runs in a game or something like that, you know, there's not a whole lot they can do to keep up. But they've actually had a decent pitching staff with Scooble coming back and now Lorenzen on the mound today. I don't hate the Tigers. In fact, you've gotten on me for picking the Tigers maybe a little bit more than I should have. So uh, I'm not going to say I'm a Detroit fan, but I definitely do look at them more times than not. And I think this is a good spot for them. Yeah, you're a Detroit fan today. Big Detroit fan today. Just like we're a fan of the United States of America beating the Netherlands tonight. You're all in. You must have your life savings on this bet. I, 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 yeah, I put a significant chunk on them tonight just because, I mean, hell, you can't hear back-to-back World Cup champion. You can't. You, you barely survive Vietnam. I, I hope they. I hope Alex Morgan went to the locker room and just stared herself in the mirror and said, hey, I was minus 800 to score a gold tonight. I didn't, I, didn't come, I didn't even have a shot on gold tonight. So I hope she's locked in. They should bounce back. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt of bouncing back. So don't let me down, ladies. Go Don't tie. let Tanner down. Although, if you bet minus 800 on Alex Morgan anytime goal score, you, you got to get yourself checked out. Don't ever take that line. Not mm-hmm. you, but you, the people the people watching the video. She's plus 150 tonight, which, may, I mean, makes sense because there's only going to be like three goal score tonight. So, And all three of those hopefully going to come for the U.S. women and they get another win. Okay, my final pick of the show here, our final pick of this wonderful Wednesday show. I'm going with the Baltimore Orioles money line versus the Philadelphia Phillies on the mound in this one for the O's. It's going to be Kyle Bradish, six and five with a 3.05 ERA and a 113 WHIP, going against Ranger Suarez for the Phillies, who's two and five with a 4.07 ERA and a 140 WHIP. Now Bradish has a very good strikeout per nine rate. That's important because the Phillies they expand the strike zone. They've got the seventh most strikeouts of any team in Major League Baseball. Kyle Schwarber leading them in home runs, but hitting less than 200 on the year. Trey Turner a guy that you could regularly pencil in to hit 310, 320. He's sub 250 on the year. At least he was yesterday. I don't know if he jumped it up, but hasn't been that great. And like I said, Bradish getting a lot of strikeouts. And he's also been excellent this month in 25 innings. He's only given up three earned runs, got an ERA of 1.07. Ranger Suarez, this is kind of crazy. And I, I don't know if you can remember a, a, an example of somebody doing this recently. We've seen pitchers that have had a good month here and a bad month there, but Ranger Suarez his first month of the season in May, he had a 7-1 ERA. In June, he had a 108. And in July, he has a 6-1-4. So a 7-1, a 1 flat, and a 6-1. He's been all over the place, been totally inconsistent. He was dominant for that month, but this month he has not been good whatsoever. I don't think that he's going to have a good go of against an Orioles team that, granted, they're not at their absolute best on offense, but they score a ton of runs on the road, and they're 32-20 and away from their home stadium. Orioles, I do think they're going to be able to win this game. The series is tied 1-1. to I think they see the AL East opening up in front of them. They're leading that division. Look like they can get in to the playoffs, and just thinking about that, with all the talent on paper and the payrolls of some of the other teams. Great opportunity for Baltimore to pick up a win here and continue their awesome season. Yeah, I mean, anytime you get the Orioles right now, like just take them because they're playing great baseball as a dog, as a favorite. Um, they look really good and they're probably, I mean, are they, I don't think they're the favorites to win the AL East yet. It's probably still the Rays. Probably still, the, it was the Rays the other day when they grabbed, the, after that series was like, they were, they were minus 130, the Rays were, and they were plus 150. Um, the Orioles. So a lot of disrespect to the Baltimore Orioles right now. A lot. And they're just proving people wrong every night. Well, Warren, I'm not disrespecting them because I'm hammering this. And I got this money line. This this is from uh, a few hours ago, but I got it for plus money, which again, a little disrespectful to Baltimore. No, definitely. And it's our day. 
It's Baltimore's day. It's our day. It's everyone's day for the ride. Everyone who watches the ride the line, it is your day, people. And we're going to go get some wins today. It's also your day to hit that subscribe button. Tanner and I are going to go ahead and get on out of here. But we are going to be back in just a couple of days. And like I said, we are sharing our best bets every time we press record on these videos. So make sure that you are subscribed to the channel. Like the video if you enjoyed it. And Tanner, get us on out of here. If you're not smashing the subscribe button, leave the podcast. We never want to see you again. That was Ride the Line, the greatest sports betting show, the greatest show in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Kern, certified G. That was G Money Grant Mitchell. And we'll see you next time for another episode.